Virginia Cooperative Extension is your local connection to Virginia Tech and Virginia State University. With offices in nearly every locality, Virginia Cooperative Extension provides low or no-cost services including well water testing, soil sampling, 4-H clubs and youth development activities, nutrition education, how-to workshops, and much more. Visit ext.vt.edu to see what your local Virginia Cooperative Extension team can do for you. At Virginia Cooperative Extension, we are changing lives. Virginia Tech and Virginia Cooperative Extension are an equal opportunity affirmative action institution. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. All right, what's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Joshua City here, 86 Boxing Podcast, episode 25. We're back up in this thing again. And I do have a very, very, very special guest here today. Um, We've discussed in the past, or at least I have on this podcast, expanding the boundaries somewhat getting to some individuals who are doing great things in this world in different arts and areas and all of that. And, of course, we had some good boxing that was on last night. We can always get to that. But today we're going to talk to one of my favorite artists who just released a great album that you'll have to check out. You'll get to hear about it here as we're discussing it on this podcast. But it's my guy, Fabian, and we're here today to talk about his album, just music in general and all the things that he has going on. So Fabian, what's up, my man? How's it going? Thanks, Josh. What's up, man? I appreciate all the kind words, man. That's awesome. It's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Right. It's good to see, you know, I've been uh, checking out the album. I know you released it recently and I have to say, I've shared this with you in the past as well, um, that I think it's a great album. It's solid from top to bottom. It really speaks through so many different emotions, and it really will give listeners a true feel for sort of who you are. And I think it's very adaptable to what just we all typically just go through in life, and it, it kind of speaks volumes in that regard, man. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy uh, because I that's that's exactly um, the music that I was hoping would come out and uh or that i would write you know what i'm saying and uh it's interesting how that's the hope and the fear is that um you know that 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 it'll come out sounding like crap you know but uh the truth is is that you know as an artist um there's there's a lot of expectations that you put on yourself um in a lot of different ways and 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 i i've spoken and gotten to know so many artists through this experience and there's there's a lot of stuff out there that that we as artists just don't release um because we we hold ourselves to such high standards um so like a lot of these songs um most of these songs actually um i've had on on the hard drive for oh five years or more and um and I just, you know, they needed some time. They needed some work. They needed some, just some uh, settling in and, and and confidence, you know. So I just kind of like thought to myself, you know, it's time. These songs, you know, I, I, after showing them to a couple of close friends, even performing them, um, you know, in small performances, you know, open mics and things like that, um, getting some feedback, you know, it it it, it was it was time to you know, have it out for everyone to hear. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's, that it's finally out and I'm really proud of it. Good stuff. Good stuff. 86 Boxing Podcast here with Fabian. That's spelled 5-A-B-1-A-N. And I know that has a backstory. The new album is called Box of Chains and Locks. And I'm telling you, people, for everyone listening, this is a treat. Go listen to go listen on all those listening platforms, viewing platforms or whatever they are out there. You know what it is. Apple Music, YouTube Music, which is what I, I've been listening to it on. 
Uh, I've moved over to that YouTube music realm now. Uh, Amazon Music, everything. Go check this out for sure. Um, but yeah, here with Fabian again, as mentioned, 5AB1AN. That's the That's right. spelling of it. That's and right. Fabian, could you tell us the meaning behind that, actually? Yeah. So um, there's my growing up. For me, it's, you know, I listen to a lot of things, but my main, my main musical influences have always come from, you know, rock and, and hip hop. So, um, the five and the one in, in, in the, and my stage name, my real name is Fabian, but the, the way I spell it is, um, is the stage name, you know, five A B one AN. And the reason being is because there's actually a, a Doors song, uh, the, from the band, the Doors called, uh, five to one. And uh, The Doors is one of my favorite you know, bands, rock bands. But uh, in the hip-hop community, it's been sampled quite a bit um, from some of my favorite artists, Jay-Z being one of them. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, um, and it's also been sampled by, if I'm not mistaken, Most Def. So, um, and I think it's been sampled a few, a few more times. Um, but those are just two of like, you know, my favorite you know, rappers of all time. So, um, and... Uh, it just, to me, it has like a deep, you know, those numbers, you know, and, and that phrase like five to one um, and that song, you know, just kind of signifies the the blend and the inspiration of, you know, uh, cohesiveness from from two different genres and um, and how today in, in music today, uh, even pop music is kind of a product of that, you know, just kind of rock and hip hop, just kind of working together over the years. And through our generation, um, you know, it's, you know, you have rock and rap kind of meshing together. Um, yeah. And I just love, I love the, the when genres kind of fuse together, you know, um, that's how you come, come up with new, new, new sounds. Um, I feel my music uh, does that. Um, there, there's, you know, definitely music in, in my, or sounds in my album that, you know, are different, um, but familiar at the same time. And I, I love how my music can do that. Um, just like, you know, the, the five to one sort of, uh, small, but, uh, to me, it's a, it's a meaningful reference to, you know, um, rock and hip hop, um, you know, meshing together. And, and, and creating something new. All right, cool. Yeah, that is good stuff. And, you know, it, it's a reminder just that influence is just out there and runs deep. I, I just know that even listening to music myself, uh, I would say coming up, I wasn't exposed to as much rock, but more, more so here in my adulthood, I have been uh, over the last decade or two, really the last uh, two decades, I would say. And it's crazy hearing some of these songs that have been sampled and just hearing where that influence came on or, or where it came about. It's always, uh, it's always cool and unique when you can just pick on, pick up on that when you hear one of these modern day songs and be like, Hey, you know, and, and then end up hearing one of the older songs that influenced it or that uh, it may have been sampled from. It's, it's always enjoy picking up on that type of stuff right there. So I feel where you're coming from. Oh yeah. There's so much education in there. Um, you know, especially, especially with, with hip hop, you know, and rap and, and, you know, that's one thing that I feel like, uh, now in today's, you know, rap and stuff like that, I don't really hear too much, like, you know, too much samples anymore. Um, you know, we should get back to a sample culture, which I really like. Cause it's like, yeah. that's how, you know, that's how, um, that's how people learn about, you know, the past. And that's also how people learn about current, you know, current music, you know, like some people take um, like jazz parts of, of songs and will sample them in, in hip hop. And that sounds, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're like us and like you, you've heard that before, you know, it sounds, it sounds very obvious and you're like, yeah, of course. But you know, if you're, if you're young, if you're like in high school right now, I don't think you know what, what, uh, what the sample culture really is. Um, or maybe you do, I don't know, but like, I, I've, I've listened to a lot of current, um, you know, current, uh, rap and hip hop, you know, music. And, 
you know, you don't, at least I don't hear a lot of, a lot of samples um, anymore. And it's, it's really an art. It's really, really an art that I think it should be, it should make its way back on the, on the, on the charts, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there without a doubt. You can make a uh, beautiful music from sample, you know, just taking from the past and all that stuff. And, and I, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. We see, we have seen sort of a shift, uh, and with music as such that it's simple, you probably see it more so in, on the indie scene or the underground scene, but it yeah. doesn't quite make it to those airwaves where you have a lot of this uh, mainstream play and things of that nature. So I'm with you there for sure. Um, and, and, you know, just, just thinking of that, I think that going back to your album, Box of Chains and Locks, uh, when I think about that sort of timeless stuff, that could could be played and essentially sampled, utilized, regardless of the era or time frame that we're in. Say, if we were 100 years from now, I think there's relevancy to the album in itself with every every song that is a part of the album and, and the aptly titled track, uh, Box of Chains and Locks, which... Uh, Hey, it's a deep song, but I feel it speaks to me, you know. Um, what ultimately made you go with that title, Box, and Chains, Box of Chains and Locks? And, and, you know, outside of just sort of me saying the obvious of uh, I can definitely feel where it's coming from uh, or just thinking about it in, in the general term. But what yeah. is uh, the spice behind that? Uh, that inspired this sort of album title and how it ultimately played out. Well, it ca- it came from that song, um, and and the lyric is, uh, you know, it, it's 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 a sad song about love. You know, um, you know, the lyric is, you know, love in my case is a paradox stuck in a box of chains and locks, and um, you know, the the lyric is basically it, it's it's about a love that can never happen you know it's about a it's a story it's a you know a, a love that is going to be forever you know bound um but at the same time um you know they're they're, they're kind of stuck uh with in that they're, they're stuck in each other's lives like they they, they want to keep each other in, they, the people want to keep each other in the same in, in each other's lives but um at the same time it's like you know there's you know chains and locks there's things that are preventing the preventing the love from 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 happening and like um you know the it it's it's sort of like you know um you know my wife and i were going through something um you know back back in the day you know we had uh you know um we were long distance for a while you know and um you know, it's one of those things where we were at a crossroads and we were long distance and that long distance had gotten to us. And like right before, you know, I moved here, you know, the, the, the long distance really got the best of us and we broke up for a while. Um, this is when we were dating. And so um, it was one of those things where, um, you know, we, we wanted to be together, but and we were in each other's lives. So I guess for us, for me, that was like the box. But then there were these, there were these things that were kind of keeping us in, in chains, you know, kind of like keeping us from like being with each other. So um, I had that idea, I guess, and I wrote a poem about it. And Box of Chains and Locks is like is the poem, because notice like that song doesn't have like a, a chorus or anything like that. So it was just kind of this poem I wrote, and um, I remember uh, I came up with the guitar part first, and I was like, "This is cool. This this ha- we have to use this for something." And so um, I just figured it's a good, uh, it, 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 it works for, you know, the, one of those songs that, that, that is a poem that I can, I can kind of sing to it. Um, and it, it ended up being, you know, I, I naturally, um, there's, there are a lot of pieces I have, a lot of songs I have that come from poetry that I, I write a lot of poetry and, as I was kind of like working on songwriting with, with the structure of like the verses and the, and the choruses and the bridge and all that stuff, 
uh, Box of Chains and Locks was one of those songs and it almost didn't make the album because I thought to myself, you know, this isn't a structured song. It's, you know, so I thought to myself, you, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put this on the album because it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a structured song. But then what, what, what happened was a friend of mine listened to it and he was like, you've got to make this a single. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, man, this isn't, this isn't, it's not, a, it, it can't be a single because it's not like, it doesn't fit the mold. Like it's not, it, there's no, you know, if there's no chorus, there's no verse and he was just like no i don't care like this this song hits like it hits you know you have you have to make this you have to at least put it on the album and i was like i'm not i don't even want to put it on the album like I'll, I'll maybe put it on soundcloud or something so at the end of the day uh you know the song came from it was like one of my most i mean all the songs on there are personal but at the same yeah. time like he was the deciding factor on you know whether it would actually make it on the album because it, it almost didn't make the album because it, it to me it just wasn't it wasn't a structured song it was it was it didn't fit the mold of like of a of a song it just it, it, it almost was like spoken word you know but um a lot of people really enjoy it um a lot of people yeah. enjoy it a lot of people i've played it um you know i'm gonna play it live at at, at, at the, the show i'm you know i'm having an album release party this saturday um in arlington um i'll get into that a little bit more later but um, you know, playing that the, the Saturday night. Um, and it's exciting to play with, with, with the drum kit, you know, with, with my friend Brennan, you know, he's going to oh, yeah. play the drums and, um, at open mics, I've been playing it and it's just been, um, me on the guitar, which sounds great too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, with the drum beat up there, it's, it's great. Um, and I didn't, I didn't think it was going to, you know, it was going to get such a good reaction. So, um, it's one of those. Who would have thought <laughs> kind of situations <laughs> it's crazy it's really crazy yeah i've heard you know some of the best work can be some of those things that you as an artist may be sort of pushing to the side or ready to not include or throw out or whatever and then someone else hears it and it affects them in a different way uh and, and uh, i know you mentioned the backstory associated with it which of course music in itself or there's something about those emotions that drive music in the sense of uh, writing at times where you are going through different things, pain. And, and I think it takes some sort of bravery and, and you have to be really in tune and one with yourself to even open up and share those things via recording. But I've often seen that being some of the sort of best work, you know, and, and that is where I think so many people connect with that relevancy to sort of real life and what is actually happening and how they can relate to that. So I do like that aspect. And I feel that there is pretty much a ton of that throughout this uh, album that you're, uh, you're that you're providing and, and, and yeah, that you just released. And, I appreciate and, uh, that. Yeah, 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 no, no doubt about it. I was listening to it earlier, and um, and and speaking of that, uh, and this is more, you know, in the middle toward sort of towards the end of the album. Uh, but uh, I, I think of the song, uh, well, when I hit rock bottom, uh, oh, yeah. uh, or whatever. Uh, yeah, that uh, one. That. That's an yeah. example right there, you know. But I really yeah. love it. Song and the sort of meaning behind it, and I think that is definitely uh, one of the gems of the album as well. I appreciate that. Yeah. So when when I hit bottom is one of those, it, it you know as 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 sad of a sounding song it sounds. Um, it's the chorus is like the most inspirational part because like yeah, I out of nowhere to me to me that's like, um, you know, not, I, I don't get into like touting my own horn or whatever, but, uh, or tooting my own horn. But like, I think that's probably the best chorus I've written because, you know, the, the idea, you know, to find gold, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to really dig for it. And the way I thought of it, or, you know, the way I, I think of it is like, you know, sometimes you have to be very, very low, very down, um, to find, you know, the, to find gold. You know, and sometimes, you know, when you're looking for gold, um, 
you know, you're, you, you, you've exhausted every, everything. Um, and you think, and you think, and you think you've, you've, you're about to give up and the next thing you know, you've, you've found it. So, you know, that, that song I, I wrote when I was like feeling pretty low, um, in, in, in life. And, um, you know, we, but not, it was just like, uh, you know, we, we all, we all have our, our, our low times. And, um, you know, that was a year where a lot of things were, were not going right, you know, in a lot of things, in a lot of ways. Um, and, you know, I, that was the, the one, one of the few times, um, in, in the rest of the collection of these songs where, um, it was the, the, that, that time where I sat down and I wrote, I wrote a song and those words just kind of came out. And, uh, and by the time I finished writing it, I, I, I started to, it was like the start of feeling better, you know, and, um, you know, when I hit the, the, the yeah. chorus of when I hit bottom, I'll find gold. It's, it's like, I use it as such an inspiration now where, um, you know, cause those, that wasn't the first or last time that I've, I have felt that way. So, you know, it's, it's important to know that when you're, when you're feeling, you know, down like that, you know, if you're, whether it's depression or anxiety or, or, or whatever, um, you know, the, the, the human, the, the, the human psyche, um, can, can be, um, you know, uh, for, uh, what's the word, um, can be resilient, you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, th- there could be something, something that, that, that can pull you out. Something can be the gold, you know? And for me at the time, it was, you know, it was, it was noticing, you know, um, you know, my loved ones that were with me, it was noticing that, you know, I woke up the next day and it was a new day. It was noticing that, you know, little things, just little things that I just started noticing that, that, that little, that were good, that were happening as opposed to the things oh, yeah. that weren't happening. So, um, after I wrote when I hit bottom and, um, so, and, uh, and let go was, um, oh, yeah. you know, kind of was like before, um, that, you know, it was like when I was in the, in, in, in the, in the really, real deep of it. Um, just kind of like, you know, uh, wanting to, you know, the, the idea of, of, of leaving, um, leaving the spot where I was because, um, you know, having to turn it all around because the, the way the situation was going was not good. Um, and, and, and the way, the way, the way things were were happening at the time were, were not, you know, was not um, something that was good for for anyone, let alone myself. So, um, but it was hard. You know, it was, it was really hard. It, it, knowing that you have to leave a place, um, and, or at least knowing that things had to change. Um, yeah. But but at the same time, like you don't you don't want to leave, right? So, um, it a lot of that had to a lot of that had to do with saying goodbye to my home. You know, like my home, my home oh, okay. city of Yonkers. You know, so, um, Yonkers. yeah, so I'm, I'm from Yonkers and, um, it was hard because, uh, I had to move on to, you know, bigger and better things. And I just, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I wasn't ready for, but I had, you know, I had to do it. So, um, it's, 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 uh, it's one of those things that, um, let go really kind of helped me get through. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, so it was, but I think that like, um, ultimately these songs are, are, are really about just persevering and just kind of getting through. Um, and, but they're also about like love and they're about, um, you know, loving someone, loving, loving a place that you're from, you know, but also love, you know, oh, yeah. trying to get, uh, trying to change your situation. Um, trying to, uh, you know, trying to escape a situation, you know, like for mm-hmm. example, like, um, up high is kind of like, to me, it's, it's the part of the album where, um, you're kind of like where I'm trying to like escape it and trying to like, you know, party it all the way, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the idea of like, you know, trying to live, um, you know, cause I, that song was written when I was very young. Um, not very young. Okay. I was, it was a while ago. 
but in my 20s. And so um, it's one of those songs that, you know, you, you write when you you have, when you want, you don't want the night to end. You don't want like the, yeah, yeah. you don't want the, you know, the, the good night to end. You go out, you go out with your friends, you know. You, yeah, it you, certainly gives you that vibe, you know. Yeah. I love that vibe that it gets off, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things where like, you know, imagine, imagine like the whole album is kind of like a, it, it, it to me, it, it's, it kind of like gives you a little of the eight mile vibe in a way, in the oh, sense, yeah. in the sense that like, you know, you, there, there's a, there's, there's that struggle every day, you know, but then, you know, at night you kind of do stupid shit to kind of like, you know, get over what's happening during the day and get over like the, the, the hardships of life that are happening during the day. And that's kind of like what Boston Chains and Locks is really, is really about. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, it's trying to get through each day. It's trying to get through it in the most, you know, uh, in, in, in the best way possible, like doing the very best you can, you know, mm-hmm. like not every day is going to be like, a, a, a you're not going to make the best choices every day. But at the same time, it, it's it's a blessing that you get through it. It's a blessing that you get up the next day and there's a whole new day, you know. And um, yeah. and I think that's ultimately what I hope people will um, will receive the album as, um, you know. But at the same time, like people will will receive it however way they're gonna they're gonna receive it. You know, hopefully they'll they'll still hear it as good music, which is good too. So. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I, I think uh, I ultimately think it, it gives off that aura, you know, in terms of uh, it being it, it being good music, and I think that people can certainly vibe with it and the flow as well, yeah. uh, and the structure overall. You can just see that the the a thought was put into every meticulous detail, which matters for sure in the world of music because. Of course, you're you're taking a piece of. Uh, of course, when an album was first released, uh, that is, you're taking a piece of someone's day, their time there, and then that generally leads to them suddenly, essentially making this an addition to their life. You know, I, I've listened to this album several times over. Uh, at this point, I don't even know how many times. Uh, it's <laughs> been a, been a ton of times. Uh, I, can I say appreciate that, that um, man. I appreciate that so much. That's so <laughs> yeah, that no is so enough. that is that is so cool, man. That's so cool. No, no, no. It, hey, you know, I appreciate you releasing this. I think that yeah, it's just rides from top to bottom. So yeah, it's ten songs, thirty five minutes. So yeah, I, I've yeah dedicated a, a lot of time to these uh, thirty five minutes when I'm just riding. I just want to vibe out or I just need some song that I want to hear to kind of put me in that zone. I think it has a mix of all of that. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about some of the stuff you were saying. Yeah, just sort of being in certain places. I think it takes uh, sometimes in order to grow, you have to leave uh, places, uh, probably leave spots where you're, you're comfortable. You have to... In some cases, leave home, all of that stuff. Yeah. I've experienced a similar situation as well in terms of not being back where I grew up and everything I knew was there back in uh, where I'm from and all of that. But I, it, it turned out to be for the better. And I think that, yeah, of course, in just seeing how this album flows and everything and what you're speaking about, you're giving us that journey uh, through, you know, the bad times and the good times. And ultimately that's a mixture of what we all go through. You know, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things that is apparent in, in, in what we do in every facet of life. So I think you did an excellent job of uh, sort of laying all of that stuff out. And, and, and it's funny you mentioned, uh, Let's go up high. Two songs that I've listened to a lot as well. Uh, let's go. Let go. I, I, I feel it's very much relevant uh, in not only the discussion we were just having, but just in general. I think it, it's uh, it's sort of 
something we can tie to many things when we're in situations where we we certainly have to let go of certain things in order to advance in certain areas or other areas and all of that stuff. That's right. Uh, right. And, and, and I think that that's, that's a good thing, you know, and it, it turns out and sometimes, you know, you have to go through those sort of growing yeah. pains and you have to sacrifice certain things. That's what life is about at times, sacrificing some things. Now, um, as far as uh, up high, this is the one where this is one of the, yeah, yeah, this is the only song where you featured someone else. And it's a uh, XTN. So oh, yeah. Just, uh, net. So he's he's my brother, actually. Uh, well, he's my cousin, but I call him my brother. But he's um, he's <laughs> he's plays drums. He plays drums, and he and I wrote that song um, in the sense that he was on drums. And okay. what's interesting about that? So the the song, the album has that song. There are two versions of that song. Yes. And um, so on um, the, the story goes is that the way the story goes is um, he lives in Florida. And so we, we would, um, you know, we would get into it together. We would jam uh, together and, you know, we, we'd love doing it every chance we get. And since we don't see each other often, cause th- there was a, uh, you know, our mm-hmm. connection is, is tight. And um, we used to, he used to live in Yonkers where, where I lived, but he moved when he was like eight. And so, yeah, ever, and, and it was, yeah. And ever since, ever since uh, then, you know, it was kind of like one of those things where we always were like trying to see each other as much as we could, you know, cause like, you know, him and I are like, you know, we're a big uh, presence in each other's lives. So. Like he was the best man at my wedding and I was the best man at his wedding kind of deal. And, um, you know, ever since, ever since he moved, uh, we pretty much did, we we did everything together, you know? Anyway, um, you know, he got into drums around the time, a little after actually I got into guitar and we started making music together and we followed the same pathway in the sense that I, I'm self-taught and he's self-taught. So, um, you know, when we started jamming, you know, his influences has been mostly like hip hop, like rhythms. So he's, he loves like, you know, as far as like, uh, play style, you know, we're talking like quest love, um, like Nas type, you know, album rhythms and classical timeless type stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like those kinds of rhythms. And so the, what had happened was with up high, we wrote that um, at, at, in Florida, in, in his house, and you know when yeah. we were kids, and so we decided. I, you know, what I what I usually what I would do is I would bring uh, my computer and you know mixer, you know, a little soundboard or whatever, and mm-hmm. I would take it with me on the plane, and we would um, do some recording, and then I decided to bring that with me. I decided to bring that. I bring all that with me, and I, you know, we wrote uh, the instrumental version of that first. Okay. And I came back to to Yonkers, and I wrote the lyrics. Um, I had my other friend, who's also named Chris, but his name is Christopher. But his name is uh, you know Chris. But um, he produces at home, so he like recorded my vocals really good. Um, okay. The problem with that version, though, is that we never, you know, producers really want everything to be recorded to a click, so uh, uh, yeah. a, met- a metronome. But we didn't do that. However, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've been playing for so long together. We 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 just we know each other. You know, we know each other, and it, you know whatever. And so we, you know, the future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I was like, let me take it to my other friend who's a, who's a professional um, producer and we'll see if he can do it. He said the same thing. I can't mix this. You know, y'all didn't play on, on the click. So I was like, fine. I need, I, you know, this was years ago. I wanted, yeah. I wanted this song in on this album so bad. So I said, let me try and redoing this song. I called Chris, I called Christian up and I said, look, you know, could I, could I, um, could I get my friend Brennan to, on drums for this? I know it's your song, but you know, you'll get credit for it. You'll get credit for writing it. You know, um, he said, sure. I got Brennan in. I love Brennan. He's playing the show on Saturday. Um, oh, yeah. the dr- the drums that he was laying, they weren't hitting as, as like, like the drums that Christian was doing. Um, and it just goes to show like, you know, it, it, Brennan is, is, is so talented on the drums. Like he's very, very talented. It's just the style that, that, that natural, like hip, hip hop style that works. I don't know if you can, if you can hear when you listen to the, the early, the, the, I think it's track up high track five, not the, not the demo version, but the one featuring yeah, Christian yeah. in it, you know, um, I don't, you know, there, there's that, that hip hop flow that um on that specific version that you know at the time like brennan just you know he was trying to hit it and he knew it too um it, it was just hard he just couldn't do it and then christian had an, an opportunity to come visit i said cool you know <laughs> he can come he, he can do it he could he could, we could re-record it so we tried doing it and he had trouble recreating the same drums and I've heard this happen before. Like uh, Ringo yeah. said, Ringo once said, you know, that he, you know, the cuts that he does, you know, he can only do them once, you know, um, yeah. a lot of times that this happens with live musicians. So I, you know, Chris and I talked and we were both like, you know what, like, even though it, it does sound like off, you know, it, other people say it sounds offbeat. I have heard you know, feedback about this song uh, saying it, it doesn't sound like the best sound quality, you know? So I have heard the negative feedback of, of, of before I released the song, I have heard the negative feedback by, by, uh, by other professional producers. Um, mm-hmm. And I, Christian and I had a conversation about it and I, I said, you know, I was the first to kind of be like, you know, despite all that, I'm happy with this version. Um, let's, yeah. let's use the other version as a demo version. So that way, if people could be like, hey, you know, for for people who are like, you know, sort of like audio uh, connoisseurs, if you will, you know, if they wanted to hear a, a more on time, um, crisp version of it, they can listen to that version. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let me yeah. let me just put that version in there. Um, so that's kind of where where that came from, um, and that's the story of that song. And him and him and I, we we uh, we wrote other mm-hmm. straight rock songs. Um, earlier um we called ourselves the endless nights and we want to you know put up we want to put out some music um probably later on in the future um maybe under that name maybe under my name i don't know but (laughs) we we have we do have music we do have music all right yeah Yeah. that's good stuff you know and maybe yeah maybe it's a sign of my ears or whatever but i didn't pick up on uh anything being off on the up high version uh featuring uh xd and and i thought it sounded super crisp i yeah. can hear the drums and everything yeah uh, and, and you know and that's just based on comparing it with the demo version that is included as a bonus track on the yeah. album uh, yeah i didn't i didn't catch up on that uh pattern being off by whether it's a millisecond or whatever the heck it may yeah. be it's, but i think it's uh, super crisp yeah it's it's um what was cool is that um it was recorded so the the original version 
which is the early, the one that's earlier in the in the album, was recorded um, together. So we so Christian and I were in the same room, and I was playing yeah. guitar. He was playing drums at the same time. But okay. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, and the demo version was layered recording. So like, I uh, played. I had I had the guitar and the and the bass um, recorded prior, you know, and he was playing to to that you know to the the previous uh, recordings, and so it was just a different you know style of playing, and um, you know, it, we we liked we liked the first version of it. It just felt it was felt yeah. more organic. It felt you know, just it flowed better, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel where you're coming from. Yeah. And I, I, I do, uh, sympathize. I know, um, that it, it, it is extremely hard to, uh, reduplicate something that, you know, is laid so well, uh, in the, in the case of this, you know, being that first version, just trying yeah. to get it exactly on point, of course. Um, so I think that for what it's worth, yeah, this came out to be, uh, something great uh, in even the second version of it, um, and I really, uh, I think it's a, a, a highlight of the album as well in terms of one of those uh, feel-good songs that uh, that can can really get you up uh, as far as the spirit and everything. And um, I had a, a couple of other things, and this is kind of tied to some of what we're discussing. Just thinking about Yonkers, you know, mentioned Yonkers. Fabian being from Yonkers and all that stuff. And I think that low key, and maybe it's not low key for some, but Yonkers is one of those one of those areas that has had a ton of musical influence, especially on the hip hop side of things. Now, coming up in Yonkers, was that apparent as you were coming up? Or um, is this something that came later? But I'm assuming it was probably apparent. Because I know that sort of like the high points for hip hop reaching, you know, the level that it was, you know, you had simultaneously so much going on with Yonkers with artists coming out of there, DMX, RIP, freaking so crazy. Yeah. So what was that like musically being there in Yonkers during like the nineties, which was most certainly the high point of them sort of coming on the scene and making themselves and making Yonkers being known in that, in this community as a whole, you know? Oh man, it was, it was crazy, man. It's just one of those things where the bar is set so high. Um, yeah. The bar is set so high, even if, you know, for me, um, you know, I listened in the nineties, you know, for me, it was, it was, it was hip hop, rap, um, R and B, and then, um, and then it was freestyle music, you know, oh, yeah. uh, when I was coming up and I was, I was a young kid. Um, <laughs> and that was, that was everywhere. You know, I, I started getting into rock, um, at 11, um, cause 90, okay. the, the 90s, I was, it was like elementary school. Um, it was, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, you know, I was in elementary school and then like, um, I, I was hanging out with like, uh, my, like an old, you know, an older cousin, a few older cousins of mine, and they were, they were like, all they listened to was like Biggie and like, you know, DMX <laughs> and, 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 um, you know, they, they're the ones. And then also when I went to school, um, a lot of kids, you know, I, I did go to a private school, but that private school was in South Yonkers. I mean, South Yonkers, okay. is South Bro you know, it was near South Broadway and like, you know, um, you know, uh, Everybody was listening to DMX. Everybody was listening to the Oh yes. Everybody was listening to uh, you know Dragon and like trying to Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was everybody was was listening to them, and I was just kind of like you know I remember being in like fourth grade, being like you know who you know who are these guys, and then like I went to my local like Tower Records, and you know I saw DMX, and he was like the kind of the first artist I I ever you know kind of picked up and. Then I, I realized he was from Yonkers, and then as I got older, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I saw him a few times. You know, as I got older, because he come, he would come to Yonkers like he's, you know, like he's a neighbor, you know, and like you see him and yeah, you um, know, he was always one of those artists that hey, when he says he's from the area that he's from, he's like legitimately from there, and he's there on the scene for what oh, I gather. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. For for better or for worse, like he 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 always yeah. came around and. 
Um, and you know, when he was, when he was, uh, when he was starting, when he was starting up and starting to become big, but he wasn't like as big yet. It was, it was more common to see him around. Um, and he was maybe, maybe surrounded by a a few like fans, like five or so who like really knew, like really knew who he was. But like, as I was growing up, like I got into middle school and I saw him when I was like in seventh grade, you know, around, you know, around the way. And then the crowds got bigger, you know, like 20 something or whatever. And then (laughs) high school, high, when I was in high school, oh man, I saw him, I saw him in high school. Um, and he was, the block was like almost closed because he yeah. like, but he didn't care. He just, you know, he, he walked, he walked around and, um, he was real nice and, and he just really, he really gave back to the community, um, in a lot of ways. And, you know, Jadakiss is yeah. another one, the locks, yeah. you know, they, they, they also get, you know, they, they love coming around Yonkers a lot. Um, always talk about Yonkers and, I always, I always resented like, uh, just the music community in general, just for not, um, you know, talking more about Yonkers. Like it's mostly like, I think if, if you're, if the conversation to me is always like, you know, if you're, you'd have to be a real like hip hop head to know Yonkers. Like you'd have to yeah. be, you'd have to be a real, like, you'd have to listen to, you have to be a real like deep listener of hip hop. I'm, I'm not saying you necessarily have to be like our age, but if you, if you're yeah. a true hip hop fan, you know, Yonkers. And like, to me, that's like, you know, I, I think that's almost doing Yonkers a disservice because I, I love where I'm from. I love Yonkers. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a hard city to grow up in, you know, like it's, it's, it's got, it's, you know, uh, nice parts but it but it's it's you know the the rough parts are really rough and oh, yeah. um you know I, I i grew up seeing some shit and like you know a lot of a lot of us have but at the same time without like, a doubt a lot of yeah but a lot of times you know um you know i think there is the community there you know art a lot of artists come out of there um and and, and yeah and you know, Mary J. Blige is another one. You know, she, she, mm-hmm. um, such a, she's such a force. You know what I'm saying? She's such a force. And, Queen of R and B. Yeah, many say Queen of yeah. R and B, and she's been around for a while, and she's just been continuing to, you know, put her imprint on the game. Yeah, and I, and I, and and as an like as an artist, you know, myself, and I remember growing up in in uh, in, in in a community of artists and. Everybody seek to me anyway. Everybody secretly wanted to be great. Everybody wanted to one up the other one. Yeah. Everybody wanted to, you know. And I think that that was a problem um, growing up for me um, because I, I I'm more I'm I'm more of the mindset. I have more of the mindset of like, you know, like the only way I will do well is if is if you'll do well. You know, like that's the only yeah. way I think we'll all like if we all do well, that's that's what I want. But that that was ultimately the issue, I think, with um, which is which is looking back, you know, on my time there, like Yonkers and moving. Um, that's one thing that I realized, meaning musicians and, and, and just people who are, in, you know, doing, enter, you know, their entertainment here. Um, yeah people respond so much better to, you know, here to the, like, I want to succeed. Like I'll succeed if you succeed mentality. We're out there. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's, it's every man for themselves out there, you know? Doggy so, dog, you know? Yeah. And that, but that's a New York mentality, you know? And, yeah. And, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. And like, don't get me, like it's helped, it's helped me. Like it's helped me like that mentality has helped me, um, sustain my energy in a lot of ways it's helped me like you know not trust the right people but at the same time every almost everybody i know um you know that i that i came up with in like the music industry like over there like they stayed in the same spot you know um except except for you know the locks you know dmx and like you know, and that, and that's because, you know, they, I think they all had their team, 
you know, they had their team, they had, they put their trust in, in, in the, in the few, you know, um, probably, you know, um, and I think, I think right now, um, I mean, I don't know how it is now because, um, yeah, I'm still uninvolved. I'm not involved anymore there, but I, I mean, I go home now to see my family. I go home to see my friends and my, um, you know, my, my friends who still do music that live around, live either in Yonkers or around Yonkers, you know, they're either not doing music anymore or they're doing music, but, uh, for other people outside of Yonkers. So, you know, it's like, um, I just think that it's, it's one of those things where I, I like to see, I like the mentality. I like the way I do it because that way, that way it becomes, you know, it becomes a divide and conquer kind of deal. Um, as opposed to you, you, you know, as opposed to you going it alone. Um, you know, I've, I've got the, the show coming up on, on, on Saturday and I'm hoping, you know, it was, it's been a group effort. So depending on how the turn, yeah, depending on how the turnout is, you know, it's, it's been an effort. It's been a group effort, you know? So, um, I think that's the key to a following. It's just like talking to people, networking with people and then saying, Hey, look what, like you scratch my back. I scratch yours. That, that is, that is, that is very New York though. That is very New York also. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen that happen too. And like, that's something that, um, you know, I think could benefit a lot of artists, um, if they network together, if they network with the right people, if we, if yeah. we um, you know, do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think you, you're very much right in terms of that being New York and, it, and such its influence. Uh, and New York in itself has, like, you can't spell hip-hop without having New York in it in some capacity. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you can't tell the story of hip-hop or whatever. And I just think about, you know, in my own self, in my own life, growing up uh, small town down south and all that stuff, and it really took me going to the Marine Corps. One of my roommates uh, was from Rochester, New York, and he had such a major influence on me uh, musically, my guy Technique, Brendan Rimbert. But uh, call him technique, you know, we dabble into some music stuff, but just that whole process of learning how to record all of that is just like he was polished in it. That's where I really learned how to do those types of things. He was from New York, Rochester. As a matter of fact, you're speaking on Yonkers and some of those artists. That's where I really got to hear beyond just say DMX and Jadakiss, really, Mm -hmm. for from a Yonkers perspective, because he used to play a lot of Sheik. He used to play a lot of uh, Style. He used to play a lot yeah. of Dragon. So yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I was hearing some of their stuff. And this would have been around, uh, for me, 2005. Uh, that's when uh, we first linked up. So I was getting a lot of this uh, sort of background stuff from him. And and you're right, a lot of talented artists out of uh, Yonkers, that area in general, and they have had an influence that I think some may not know. You, you generally hear, of course, uh, when you think of uh, rapping in, in New York, Brooklyn and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, we have the likes of Jay-Z, we got the Bronx, got Queensbridge, et cetera. But Yonkers really does have deep roots in uh, hip hop just in general. So, yeah, um, it, yeah it, it's cool to be able to link up with um, someone like you and kind of seeing that cunt that's in that come over twofold as far as a, a New York artist who is sort of bridging that gap, being open, willing to uh, help others, all of that good stuff, man. I, and I think it's a good thing that you're doing. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. And I, I love to, you know, and that's the thing, like, um, you know, hopefully, you know, my, my music will, you know, continue to be heard by more people. And, you know, I just, I just want to, you know, not, not just put myself out there, but just put other people, you know, out there too, like, you know, you and, but also like, I don't want to forget my roots. Like, you know what I mean? I want to, you know, put Yonkers on the map too. And like, you know, for, for that same reason, I'm like, you know, there are, there are, you know, artists, there are good, you know, good artists, good people that, you know, deserve to have their, their moment in the spotlight too. And, um, 
and, and you know, we, we need to see what we can do for each other. Um, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, you know, I'm concentrating on myself right now, but you know, um, there's a lot of, uh, art that's out there and I think we can, you know, we can help each other out, you know, by, you know, scratching each other's back and you know, backs and, you know, just, uh, you know, helping each other get, get, get the content out there, you know? Without a doubt, 86 Boxing Podcast here with Fabian. We're talking about boxer chains and locks, all that good stuff, what he yes, has sir. going on. I must say that, uh, yeah, just Fabian, he's like, for all the listeners out there, he's like, when it comes to music, a multi-tool. I've seen him in action uh, to a certain degree at least, but <laughs> in terms of all those things that go into actually making music, he can do it all. He can pick up the guitar. I don't know what all the instruments he he plays and all that stuff but literally if you think about making a song from scratch where it's bare bones start with nothing you know generally in a rap world or a hip-hop world you know it all starts from a beat or instrumental you know for someone who is an artist a lyricist or something like that you're going to reach out to certain producers and all of this stuff to try and get that then kind of work that vibe from there but in the case of Fabian it literally starts from silence and then everything is just created from there yeah. by him. And that is something that, you know, you can't, well, I guess you can teach it in some sense, but the talent, you know, you just can't duplicate that being able to do it. You can teach certain aspects and all that stuff, but, but uh, it's truly genius type <laughs> stuff that goes on there, man. I appreciate that, man. And you know, I, I wouldn't know if you can teach it. I just kind of like, I just do it. Um, in a sense, because mainly, you know, it's, it's going to sound kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Pretend it's going to sound pretentious actually, but you know, um, with the exception of literally a few musicians, just a fair, maybe like two or three, perhaps, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I haven't formed the perfect band yet. You know, it's really hard. You know, like it's really hard to form yeah. like the perfect band. Um, at least, at least if you're, at least if, if, if you're not doing it, um, you know, full time or, or, or if you're not doing, if you're not in it like 24 seven, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. you know, so what I'm left with, I remember thinking like, you know, forget it. I'm just going to do it all myself. Um, I remember thinking like there was, you know, I had a, I don't know if you remember my drum kit that, that's in my house, but that originally yeah, was yeah. <laughs> originally that was not my drum kit. It was a kit that I bought for a friend that I kept um, in my parents' basement. At the, this was a long time ago when I was a teenager, <laughs> still, still living in my in my parents' house, um, with the thought that he was gonna sort of learn the drums because he said he wanted to for his birthday. So. You know, me and and, yeah. and a couple of our friends, we kind of like put our money together, bought him a drum kit. But he he lived he lived in the, or he still lives in the Bronx, so he he can't keep a drum kit in the in the apartment. So he um, so you know I was like you know come over you know come over when you want to practice and you know when you have your drum teacher or whatever and uh, and, and you know we'll do it. But you know it never took off for him. You know, so it kind of the drum yeah. kit just became mine. Um, so after a while I was just kind of like, you know what, you know, I, I'm, you know, Chris, Christian was, you know, in Florida and I needed, you know, I needed to have a drummer that's like, you know, here and, 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 uh, I just started messing around with the drums and, um, I, you know, I got good at keeping a beat. I don't do anything really fancy on the drums. I play kind of like Motown beats or kind of simple beats that kind of like carry the like Beatles, like Ringo star beats that kind of carry a song along. Um, and then when the, and then, uh, I, and then, um, that same friend also gave me his bass because he was like, Hey, while you're at it, there's a bass I don't use. Here you go. So I was like, all right. So I took the bass <laughs> and I started playing, I started, uh, kind of playing bass, which is like, you know, um, since I played guitar already, I had that similar background, but at the same time, like I wanted to play, you know, decent bass. I didn't want to just kind of, you know, play like half-assed bass. So, um, 
I play, I play decent bass. I can't, you know, I can, I can do some things, but there's a lot I can't do on bass. So, um, you know, on, uh, on up high, that's me playing bass on up high. Um, okay. let me see, trying to think of anything else. I think that might be, that might be the only song I'm playing bass on. Um, every other <laughs> song it's, it's my friend, Chris, my friend, Chris is a mean bass player. Oof. It's really good. Um, yeah. like if, if you hear, um, the bass line in, in let go, like I can't play that caliber bass, but, um, you know, up high is, is, is more like, uh, it's more, it's more rock bass. Um, and I feel like, uh, let go is more like R and B, you know, style, you know, style bass, um, that Chris, um, my friend was playing. Um, cause he would, you know, he okay. produced it along with my other producer friend, Dennis. So, um, Chris was on bass and Dennis actually did the drums for that. So, um, you know, the, the, the bass, the, you know, as a bass player, you know, I can, I can hold my own, you know, and then also with, uh, with the drum beats, I have the 808s that I, that I can you know use as well. Um, you know, which actually oh, yeah. it's a cool effect too. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I have my, my, my studio in here in the basement, you know, so I can, I can, uh, make music and I can start from scratch. Like you said, um, it's really just like, a matter of like, I, I like to start with the guitar riff um, most of the time, um, but it depends if I'm working with someone else. Like you know, Josh, you and I have, have, have worked together um, before, and, and I, I tend to do it again. So we're gonna do it, it again. It's an honor. It's an honor. You know, it's, it's, awesome. it's been an honor being able to be involved. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do it again. But um, oh, yeah. you know, depending on you know, if, if I'm doing it myself, you know, I typically do. Uh, start with the guitar and record that to a click and then kind of go from there. But, um, you know, if, if I'm working with someone else, um, I am more open, you know, it, it's more of a kind of a free, not free for all, but anything could happen if I'm working with some, with someone else. Um, because it really depends on how we as a team want to start the song. Um, so usually, you know, it, it could be me starting on the guitar, but it could also be drums first. Um, yeah, something like that. Cool, cool. Yeah, good stuff here. Um, good stuff without a doubt. We, yeah, we 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 just have a couple minutes here. Um, again, eighty six Boston Podcast talking to Fabian. Let's talk about. I know that you have a show coming up, Roadside Grill, July twenty fourth. Uh, it's gonna be taking place there, Roadside Grill, your album release party. Let's talk about it. Uh, look, I'm looking forward to that. What time is that uh, kickoff? Yes, it kicks off at 9 p.m. and it goes until midnight. I'm so excited. Oh, man, I'm so okay. excited. Yes, yes, yes. I can't All wait. All right, good um, stuff. Yeah, man. There's, um, you know, it's 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 going to be great. I have two um, opening acts, uh, two friends of mine that are going to open. Um, we have uh, a DJ that's coming. Um, his name is Muktaru cool. Jala. Um, he's going to be DJing nineties hip hop, uh, music. And he does this really cool thing where he blends, um, songs together. Um, you know, uh, and that's really cool. So he's going to be doing an hour set. Um, then next I'm going to, we're going to have, uh, Tunan Vu, uh, coming, uh, to perform some, uh, guitar covers, um, and some songs okay. off of, off of his, uh, EP and off of his original music. Um, and then uh Brendan and I will take over for the last hour playing some songs from Boxes, Chains and Locks and some covers as well. So All right, cool. Be, Good stuff. Definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. You know, we've been going through this pandemic. One of the things that has pushed us through is music. You know, we've missed that sort of live aspect for a long period of time. So it's going to be good uh to get back out there. This will be my first concert. Since, uh, you know, the pandemic kicked off, I'm actually looking forward to it without a doubt. Again, 86 Boxing Podcast here with Fabian. We've been talking about Box of Chains and Locks, which is on all of the platforms. Of course, we're going to link this in the podcast information, all that good stuff. Uh, that being said, before we get out of here, for those that want to continue to follow this journey, uh, Fabian, 
social media? How can they follow you? Where are you at? Ah, uh, yes. So on uh, Instagram, it's uh, I'm at five a b one a n. Um, I am on TikTok, even though I am I just got on TikTok. So let me. What is my TikTok? Let's see. I have. I think it's. Uh, oh yeah, same thing. It's the same thing as as, as my Instagram. So at uh, actually no, it's at five a b one a n music. So um, Instagram is at five a b one a n, and my TikTok is at five a b one a n music. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff, Fabian. So, yeah, man, hey, I appreciate you coming on. And for all those listening, we're going to link the album and everything. So be sure to go and check that out. We talked about a number of great songs. And trust me when I tell you, trust me when I tell you, they are great. So you go listen to them for yourself. Feel free to leave comments and everything. Everything's going to be posted. And feel free to reach out to Fabian personally. He'll be able to uh, provide you any more insights you may need. But Man, I appreciate you coming on, and it's been a great time. Been good having this discussion, really breaking ground here for the eighty six Boxing Podcast. It's an honor for sure having you come on board, man. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much for having me. Eighty six Boxing, this is awesome. This is a great show. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for all the listeners who are listening. And this is awesome, 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 awesome. All right, cool. Checking out then. Have a good one, everyone. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.